Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Clear Channel began to create programming that was not meant to lead you, but rather to placate you. Class is in. Rock School Radio Show, ladies and gentlemen. As we're moving along in the month of February, it was just New Year's, right around the last corner there. My name is Joe Burns, broadcasting live, campus, Southeastern Louisiana University. Sitting next to me, once again, Sleepyhead decided she couldn't get up out of bed. So the most difficult name, at least in the great state of Louisiana, where all French people live, it's Monique Gregoire. Hey, thanks for sitting in once again. I know. I'm super excited. Do you listen, Monique? To Pandora. I do occasionally. Do you? You're not one of the 72 daily, 72 million daily listeners to Pandora. No way. You're not. Okay. 72 million daily listeners to Pandora. Do you know where the name Pandora came from? I don't. Number one. Pandora. In Greek mythology, it is the all-giving. Mm-hmm. In classical Greek, it was supposedly the first woman created by the gods, by, I don't know how to say this one, Hepatasius and Athena on the instruction of Zeus. But what mm-hmm. most people know is the myth, however, that Pandora opened a jar. Most people say Pandora's box. I have heard of You've Pandora's heard about box. that, yes. right? That it supposedly released all the evils of humanity, particular evils aside from plagues and such. Per- perfect, perfect thing to name a radio <laughs> after, right? So, the Pandora itself is a music service. Mm -hmm. And it is so ridiculously popular and I don't listen to it and I'll tell you why I don't listen to it. And people who do listen to it think it's the greatest thing in the world. Uh, As I disagree. A, you don't think it is? I don't. Oh, I know people that I'll think, tell you why in a minute. But okay. Go, I, I know people side. that think it is just absolutely wonderful. I've tried it. I have a Pandora account. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to give any money for this kind of thing, no, especially I streaming wouldn't. over the web. But I, I'll tell you during the course of the show why I don't listen to it, and it has to do with the Music Genome Project. Are you at all familiar with that? I am familiar with that, actually. All right. We're going to explain all of that. We're going to explain how Pandora works. We're going to explain where it came from, the kind of money it pays, and Mm -hmm. we're going to explain the Music Genome Project in mind-numbing detail (laughs) before the hour is out. So those of you who listen to Pandora and have friends who listen to Pandora, you will be a Pandora genius by the time (laughs) this hour is out so we need to play something during the hour there are no pandora playlists well because they claim it's personal you make your own playlist exactly so i mean i searched what is the most played song on pandora what song comes up the most there is no such thing i'm sure there is but pandora does not release that information so i found this the time magazine top 100 songs of all time I know it has nothing to do with this show, nothing whatsoever, but I need to play songs. Of all time. Of all time, that's what they say. I need to play songs. So here's Bruce Springsteen, Thunder Road. 
does this have to do with Pandora? Doesn't nothing. Matter. <laughs> nothing at all I need to play songs. Here's Bruce Springsteen on Rockstar. The screen door slams Mary's dress waves Like a vision she dances Across the porch as the radio plays Roy Orbison singing for the lonely Hey, that's me and I want you only Don't turn me home again I just can't face myself Talking Pandora here on Rock School today. Now, Pandora Streams, you can get it on, obviously, your computer. You can get it on your phone. You have to download the Pandora app to do right. that. And you have to download whatever the Pandora software is on your computer mm -hmm. to get it as well. Did you know Pandora is only available in the United States, Australia, and New Zealand? I didn't. Yeah, you can only get that. Do you remember also, you had to be really early in Pandora to get this. In order to log in, you had to put in a zip code. Did you remember that? No. Yeah. I, I'm not one of those that jumps in right at the beginning of stuff. I let everybody else try it out Yeah, first. you're not an early adopter, that no, kind of thing? Not really. In 2013, Pandora surpassed 200 million users. Really? Right. But only 70 million, 70 to 72 million, depending on which website you look at, mm -hmm. are monthly consistent users. Mm -hmm. And the very basis of Pandora, and this is where the Music Genome Project comes in, you state, I like this song. So mm -hmm. I put in, I'm a fan of Detroit Rock City by Kiss, right. and it then, you know, does the Wayback Machine, and out comes a playlist. If right. you like this, you'll like this. It's the old Amazon.com. You bought this. Mm -hmm. Hey, why not this? Which is why I'm not a tremendous fan of the of the service. Mm -hmm. I get it. It plays songs for me that sound and somewhat reflect and mirror that song right what it doesn't do is throw new music at me it doesn't right and like what i listen to is i'll be the times that i use it is i'll go i really want to hear this song type in the artist i'll listen for two or three songs and move on and then go I, away right exactly and i think a lot of people like it because you can choose it'll it'll throw up a song and you can go yes i like that no i don't but then did you skip songs you can, but you can only skip right. so many. They in a, limit you. Correct. Do you, do you know what the limits are? Three songs, something You're like allowed, that, within 30? You're allowed six skips per station per hour, further limited to 72 skips for every 24 hours. And by the way, if you skip 72, <laughs> you are you are way too involved with the thing. Right. But I going back so. to like new music, if I hear something on the radio... I'm going to go and maybe try to locate it, but probably not. Right. And and I know Pandora also makes a little bit of its money through the concept of there is a song and there's a buy button. Right. I hear this. I want to go buy it. But it's see, it's it's music that's already out there. I more than likely have it. Right. Already. My iPod alone contains 5,200 songs, mm -hmm. but that's nothing compared to what I have in my collection. Right. Because obviously I, I came up through records, came through CDs and such, mm -hmm. and my iPod doesn't 
hold my whole collection. I only burnt stuff that I really wanted to right. wanted to hear. So when I'm on Pandora, and I don't really listen to it that much, mm-hmm. when I'm on Pandora, what it's doing is programming for me to, I don't know how to say it, not make me go away. It's programming to to satisfy me rather than push me. Right. That's that's the thing. I, I want to be pushed. I want someone to say, listen to this. Do you like it? Rather than sit there and be placated. <laughs> that's what I think of Pandora. Yeah, but I, I think after you listen for so long, like I have certain stations that I have, it's going to play the same songs over and That's over. what I found it doing as well. And you like this. I'm going to continue to spoon feed you this. I will correct. placate you. Hey, hard rock listener, here's your Ozzy Osbourne. Here's your Guns N' Roses. Here's your stuff. This yeah. is what you like. And it's all that music genome project. And we're going to get to it in just a second. We're going to come back and tell you about money and things like that in just a minute. From the Time Magazine Top 100 Songs of All Time. What does this have to do with the- <laughs> Nothing. I needed songs to play. It's Led Zeppelin's The Immigrant Song. Why not? Great song. On Rock School. All right, you know how I feel about Pandora. So let's go on and talk about the money side of things. Pandora has been losing money like crazy. Really? And it, it, it does. It loses money like crazy, like most of the technology firms. It's one of these mm-hmm. where people put money into it thinking down the line, that's where the money's going to be. They'll recoup it. Right. So in order to have a big influx of money, they went to an IPO, initial public offering in 2011, a $100 or $100 million, $100 IPO would be very nice. A $100 million IPO was undertaken, traded under the stock ticker handle P, Mm-hmm. Great stock ticker handle. Uh, kicked off at $16 a share and is now valued at $2.6 million. So wow. there you go. Okay, fine. Pandora claims it's going to start another service using this money where you can choose songs individually immediately. Okay, explain I, that. I guess, well, instead of saying, here's a song and it creates a playlist for you, mm-hmm. you can go in and just simply say, I want this song. And it will play that song for you. I want this song, and it will play that song for you. But there's so many other ways to do that. Why? I I agree. I don't see the the pitch for it. So that's fine. Okay. Okay. How does it pay royalties? There was a 2007 deal with SoundScan. All right. What's SoundScan? This is the mm-hmm. thing. This is the company. When you bought something, if you remember, you would run it across that little red thing, and it would go boop. That's nope. SoundScan. Well, if you're a little younger <laughs> than I am then. But SoundScan would keep track of all sales and basically keep track of all royalties. Okay. So if you purchased something, and they still do today, if you purchase something as a download, they keep track of it all. Okay. Internet streaming services pay double the royalties of radio stations. Why is that? Because when you're streaming, you don't pay all of the additional royalties that a physical thing 
Mm-hmm. You purchase it. Well, there's the the money that goes back for the fact that it was a thing. You, there's money for uh, mechanical royalties and things like that. Okay. A streaming service doesn't have all that overhead. So in order gotcha. to make it up, double up the royalties. Okay, so a deal is made with SoundScan. You want to stream, you got to pay double the royalties. Like I said, currently Pandora loses money month after month, and in 2008, Congress passes a bill that allows SoundScan and Pandora to enter into negotiations with each other. Mm -hmm. A deal is then struck to allow you, the listener, to hear 40 free hours of listening per month unless you pay for an upgrade. Mm -hmm. You say you don't listen to Pandora a whole lot. Have you ever hit that 40-hour wall where it stops you? No. No, it hasn't. Okay, some people that I know have. It just simply stops you. It says, I'm sorry, your Pandora is over. You must Uh now pay for the upgrade. That's when you turn it off. Right. (laughs) That's right. Oh, you go to your... You go to something else. You put in a CD. You go to something else. Now, there's a way that Pandora is trying to get around this. Of course. What they've done is try to play around in the same way that Clear Channel has. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you about that here in just a little bit. Uh, But what's really going to be fun is when we get to the Music Genome Project. So, got to play something. I'm looking at the list here. Time Magazine's Top 100 Songs. Ray Charles? I do. What'd I say? <laughs> it has nothing to do with the topic. There <laughs> you go on Rock School. All right, coming into the first break here on Rock Schools, we talk about Pandora. How is Pandora trying to get around these royalties? Because that this is what's killing them in terms of money. They get a kickback when they sell a song, and mm-hmm. they are people paying the money for the not free service, people who want this thing playing in the background all right. the time. It, mm-hmm. I don't know this for a fact, but I assume that if you're running Pandora in a business, they have secondary higher packages because mm-hmm. more people are listening and such. I don't know that for a fact, but it would seem to me that buying a larger package would make sense. You could set up you know, a, 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 a hard rock thing to play while you know you're doing i don't know what would you call it i know zumba or something like that at mm-hmm. a, a fitness place sure. and pandora would provide it well i'm sure and if you pay for the package you're not going to hear the commercials either because pandora right. has gotten famous for commercials now. right and they pound you with them right it's and and it's one of those things where there's the trade-off and it's the facebook argument i hate you facebook that you changed my thing <laughs> a it's not yours Right. It's a free service. Leave. Mm-hmm. If it's that angering to you, leave. Right. If if Pandora is that angering to you, as it was to me, leave. <laughs> Don't use it. Sure. So, All right. How are they getting around it? Pandora has entered into talks with ASCAP, the American Society of Composers and Producers, and BMI, Broadcast Music Incorporated, okay. to lower royalty rates. How are they doing it? Well, they're trying to negotiate lower royalty rates because if they have to pay double, Mm -hmm. just lower the rates a little bit. And, you know, they're not they, the two music publishing companies, are not Mm -hmm. losing their mind to how can we make less money? Sure. 
So what Pandora is thinking about doing is buying a couple of radio stations in the Dakotas. And instead of being just a streaming radio station, we stream this radio station. Right. And it's only an additional royalty fee. Mm-hmm. So what they're thinking of doing is instead of just being an internet streaming station alone, mm-hmm. they're thinking of becoming an actual radio station and then streaming the radio station's signal, which means okay. less money. Okay, logical. How do you do it? If it's a single radio signal, that makes mm-hmm. sense. You know, we're a mass marketed station. You turn on KSLU, which is our flagship station, Correct. you get what you get. Correct. We play. Now, we try to play stuff you like, mm-hmm. you know, but we challenge you a little bit. We play new music. Here's a new one from, you know, Jason Isbin. Hope you like it. I, I was sick of Lord Will before it hit commercial radio. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know how they would become a station. Dakotas or not. I mean, I understand the Dakotas. What they want to do mm-hmm. is probably set up multiple towers, multiple stations. That's okay. they, they want to buy a lot of land. So... But how do they make it so Monique Gregoire in Hammond, Louisiana, and Fred Smurt in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and Gladys Schmub in <laughs> God knows where can Ooh. all choose, yet they're still a radio station? Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's going to be rough. So, <laughs> hello there, Kay. What do we got here? Uh, PVL Decorah, Iowa. Thank you for running the radio station. What do you got? Hi, KLSU over in Baton Rouge. Fantastic. Get us on uh, Facebook, search Rock School Radio Show, and this kind of stuff will come at you. Remember, every Thursday, I put up a whole bunch of trivia from the show, and you can answer right to it. And uh, I normally sit by the computer and tell you whether you're right or not. Make sure you join us. Back in a minute on Rock School. All right, coming out of the break, how much do artists make off of Pandora? You would think if you are, and again, one of the things I don't like about Pandora is I mm-hmm. think it placates you. Here's right. here's the audience you always loved. Here's the artist you always loved, right. that kind of thing. So there has to be artists that get played again and again and again. Probably an absolute ton of Motown. Probably a ton of that. classic rock. Clapton probably gets played a ton. Right. If if I shot the sheriff, gets spun again. <laughs> that that kind of thing. You know, Lady Gaga again. Yeah, so no. if you played a lot, you have to make a ton of money, right? Wrong. No. It says here, Cracker's 1993 hit Low had over 1.1 million plays on Pandora in the final three months of 2012. But... David Lowry, co-founder of the rock band and one of the composers of the song, was paid $16.89 in royalty from Pandora. Now, Joe Cocker, who's had songs played to death on Pandora, he he received a check for $42. Most artists artists receive less than $5,000 yearly from all streaming services total. You would say, okay, well, Pandora's playing under the table here. According to Pandora, they're not. Mm -hmm. They claim it's not their fault. They state they pay out tens of thousands to artists. The problem is they don't pay the artists directly. They pay to SoundScan and the licensing firms. Pandora states they cut over $1 million to Adele, Lil Wayne, and Drake 
just uh-huh. them last year. None of those artists received anywhere near that kind of cash because right. it gets eaten up. That's what it has to go through everybody's hands and everybody's sure. pockets before it actually gets to the artist. Right. So this whole Pandora thing, getting on there as an artist is not the most wonderful, yummy thing in the world. The fact yeah. that you're played, you hope turns into downloads and such, but... You ain't getting rich because you get played on Pandora. Well, I got a question. So can an artist say, I do not want my music on there, period? I guess you could. Do they have enough rights? I guess you could. You'd have to own your song. Okay. Right. Normally, artists don't own their songs. There are obviously exceptions to that rule. Prince owns his own songs. but Prince. Of course he does. Sure. Don McLean owns his own songs. But Jimmy Buffett owns his own songs. But right. for the most part, publishing companies own the songs. Mm-hmm. And if the you know, the artist can stomp his feet and scream and yell, but there's really nothing you can do if you don't own the songs. Yeah, that's kind of so, sad. It, it really is. Especially when the publishing house owns it and a million dollars comes from these streaming services. What are you going to do? Speaking of Prince, believe it or not, Time Magazine... The top 100 songs of all time, of all the Prince songs, Kiss? Uh, really? That's a letdown. That's really, really disappointing. It is to me, too. Here it is on Rockville. Okay, bottom of the hour, and we're about four minutes late because I cannot shut up about Pandora. We're going to come out of 7 Days and 70 Seconds and talk about the Music Genome Project. And if you know anything about it, you either think it's the greatest and most intelligent thing in the world and it's going to revolutionize music, or you think it leans just a little silly. Me, yeah, I think it leans a little bit silly. Where Total do you agreement. stand? Oh, you agree with me? Oh, Fine. Yes. But first, let's do the names. I'm Joe Burns. Monique Gregoire. Okay, and these are the dates for seven days in 70 seconds. February 17th all the way through February 23rd. Something that happened on these dates in rock and roll history, I believe. Monique has Monday. Go right ahead. All right, February 17th, 1960. The Everly Brothers signed a $1 million contract with Warner Brothers Records. February 18th, 1972. On their first Australian tour, Zeppelin has to reschedule their opening night because of heavy, heavy rains. Zeppelin had brought along to their concert the largest PA system ever seen scene to produce what was expected to be the loudest rock show in history. All right, February 19th, 1982, Ozzy Osbourne was arrested in San Antonio, Texas for urinating on the Alamo. Osbourne was wearing a dress at the time of his arrest due to his wife Sharon hiding all his clothes so he couldn't go outside. (laughs) Osbourne, who apparently thought he was relieving himself on a pile of rubble, was banned from ever playing in San Antonio, Texas again. A band which was lifted in 1992. February 20th, 1960, Jimi Hendrix makes his stage debut when he plays a show at a high school in Seattle. February 21st, 1964, New York band The Echoes recruited a new, young, unknown piano player named Billy Joel. February 22, 1969, T-Rex appears at the Free Trade Hall, Manchester, England. Supporting act was David Bowie performing a one-man mime act. Thanks. And finally, February 23, 1972, after nearly five years of marriage, Priscilla Presley moves out of Elvis's California home and into a two-bedroom apartment near the Pacific Ocean. Their divorce would be finalized October 9th, 73, with Priscilla being awarded an outright cash payment of... 
$725,000. That's all you get for being married to Elvis. Okay, very quickly, the Music Genome Project. Conceived by Will Glazer and Tim Westergreen in late 1999 while they were at Stanford University. In January 2000, they joined forces with John Kraft to found something called Savage Beast Technologies. If you know anything about Pandora, Savage Beast Technologies will basically give birth to Pandora. The purpose of the Music Genome Project is to capture, understand, and rate the very fundamental level of music. That's its concept. Now, I know what people will say. Music has no genome. Humans and living things have genome. Look, just go with us here, huh, will ya? (laughs) Back in a minute. This is, again, from Time Magazine's Top 100 Songs. Okay, this one fits. It's the beginning of the wall of sound. Ronettes, Be My Baby on Rock School. Music Genome Project. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the basic question. You go into Pandora. You say, here's my favorite song. It's the White Stripes. Uh, fell in love with a girl. Okay. It, it then, Pandora goes, and it spits out X number of songs. Now you have a playlist. Okay? Okay. How does it do it? Well, it's the Music Genome Project. What they these people that I just mentioned and, of course, all the people who are now involved in it Mm -hmm. do is set up five genomes, pop rock, hip-hop electronica, jazz, world music, Mm -hmm. and classical. Those are then codified or codified. Codified makes more sense to say it that way because it's coded. Over 400 to 450 attributes which they call vectors. The rock and pop songs have 150 vectors. Mm -hmm. Rap songs have 350. Jazz songs have approximately 400. Other genos of music have somewhere around 300 to 350. Okay, Okay, what are these things? That's what I was going to ask. What is a vector? Right. Somebody sits down. It it would seem to me that they would create a computer program Mm -hmm. to listen to this. Because a computer program could very well pick up easily key... The, the vocal range that the, the vocalist is singing in, sure. beat, that kind of thing. Oh, no. This is done by a human being. <laughs> and it takes about 20 to 30 minutes for a professional musician to go through the vectors of any given song. So every single solitary song you see, or listen to, I guess, on mm-hmm. Pandora has gone through this vetting process. You know, and, and how many songs are on Pandora? Probably a quarter million. Okay. Right. So you've got a, a whole group of these people who are probably thrown 10 bucks to do this thing. Here are some of the vectors. Arrangements, the selection or adaptation, composition, parts of composition for instruments, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Beat, obviously the pulse of the song. Right. Form, structure of composition, the frame upon which it is constructed, uh, repetition, contrast, variation. Harmony, the combination of notes that sound simultaneously to produce the chords. Uh, lyrics, words of a song. So wow. what they'll do is they'll look for simultaneous words. Mm-hmm. Melody, 
the succession of notes comprising a mode, rhythm, pitches to achieve a musical shape. Orchestration, the art of arranging, composition. Rhythm, syncopation, tempo, vamping. This is the extemporization of accompaniment to uh, accompany a vocal uh, piece or something like that. Mm -hmm. Voice, the production uh, of a voice. Is it one of these? Um, Bass, baritone, tenor, contralto, mezzo, soprano, soprano. That is insane. Now, that's what I give you there. Nine? Yeah, that's insane. Right. A pop song has 150. A jazz song has approximately 400. So somebody sits down in a room and blows through these things. So now you have a song turned into a statistical derivant algorithm. What do you call it? It's now (laughs) this thing. So when you put in a song, Mm it knows what other songs look like statistically. Okay. That's how Pandora is able to go. That's so neat. That's and spit really neat. out the songs. Is it really the the fact that someone has a job where they just sit there and listen to the music um, to take all that out is interesting to me. Hmm, I want to talk about that more. Here's the band, the night they drove old Dixie down from Time Magazine's top 100 songs of all times. I don't know that this is wonderful. And we'll we'll get into it here in just a second. It's the band on Rockstar. Virgil Kane is a name and I served on the Danville train. Till Stallman's cavalry came and all the bells were ringing the night they drove old Dixie down. And the people were singing they went Okay, coming into the second break here on Rock School, you asked me offline, off mic, if when a song is run through the genome project and it takes a look at the vectors and what have you, mm-hmm. is it looked at one time by one person and that's that? Or is there intercoder reliability and two people look at it, three people look at it? I don't know. I never found that. Mm-hmm. I just simply found that it is looked at this way. Have you ever, when you listen to Pandora, and those of you in the audience also, have you mm-hmm. ever... As the song is playing, seeing the little button that says, or the little drop-down menu item that says, why did you play this song from the Pandora menu? I've never noticed it. Do that. When a song is playing, there is a Pandora menu that states, and one of the things you can choose is, why did you play this song? Mm -hmm. It will then pop up a little box that shows, because of this tempo, because of this, because of this, because of this, this is why we played this song, which will give you at least a little small view if you will at the genome project Mm -hmm. this is the reason this song was chosen and if you i've never done this i'll be honest with you i I probably should have before this show it's just that you know time gets in the way yeah you pick a playlist listen to the first song look at why you played it this Mm -hmm. thing here then when the next song comes on look at why you played it again then the next song why'd you play it Why'd you play it? You should start to see consistency down the row. These songs are all the same because. And that's, again, one of the reasons I'm not a big fan of of Pandora. I get it. All the songs are the same. I I know. Do you want to eat the same lunch every single day? No. And my music taste varies from everything probably except for techno. Right. Uh, It depends on my mood. And I guess that's part of the reason why they have it. But if... 
you're listening to Pandora, you're hearing the same thing over and over, so it's not really... It's it's exactly what you're doing. They're trying right. to play for you no dogs. They don't want to offend you. And once, God forbid. Right. Once radio ownership became, you know, the Clear Channel thing, mm-hmm. and... Clear Channel began to create programming that was not meant to lead you, but rather to placate you. We we don't care to introduce you to new music. We don't care to entertain you. We we care to placate you. Mm-hmm. Don't change the channel. We'll just play you music you know, you understand, that won't <laughs> offend you. Sit there and be quiet, which is what Pandora is like doing. Small child. Right. Tell me I'm tell me I'm not telling you what they're doing. And I know what people are going to say. Well, I can leave at any time. Yeah, but you don't. Right. Once it starts to play, it's spoon feeding you what you want. Mm -hmm. Take this, take this, take this. And I know I'm sure I'm probably upsetting somebody, but that's what it's doing. (laughs) I think radio should challenge you. I think radio should should stand up and say, listen to this. And you should say, I don't like that. Well, good. Here's another one. Right. Try it again. Try this. Try this. Try this. And you should be challenged with it. There's new stuff out there. Exactly. But instead of, don't listen to the same darn songs again and again and again. That's just my opinion. And if you think about it, if you hear the new music on radio, yeah. you're going to go and look it up in Pandora. You're not going to hear anything on new on anything new on pandora like you've said before so yeah well, it's hard to you can but it's hard to you have to search it out so yeah. we'll be back in a minute here on rock school kf uh, krfy sandpoint idaho listens to us and kfok in sacramento california thank you for not pronouncing the call letters <laughs> back in a minute to. on rock school Okay, last break here in Rock School because things clicked along really quick. Uh, by the way, we talked about new music. By the way, yes, Pandora accepts music submissions. If you are a band oh. who wishes to have your song play, send Pandora Media a CD of your music with a UPC barcode, and they're easy to get, mm-hmm. uh, some band bio details and a full contact information packet. According to the company, their music experts listen to every song they receive and pick the ones they like to include in the service. You can see the Pandora FAQ huh. to learn more about where to send your stuff. Have to check that out. So there. I read a whole lot of critiques about... Pandora, and by a whole lot, probably eight or nine. Okay. Here are the ones that sort of jumped out at me. It says here, the genome is taking the social aspect out of music, because you're all by yourself. Absolutely. Right. It says here, music tastes are shaped in our teens and solidified in our 20s, and after that, it's difficult to jam new music into yourself. You become Dana Carvey's old man. You know, that's the way I like it. Right. That makes sense, though. The genome simply does not allow for the introduction of any new music. And I do that every so often. I find myself becoming mired. You know, you mm-hmm. listen to the same songs again and again. Okay, come on, give me something. And I just walk into Todd's office. Todd runs this radio station. What do you have? Is there anything? I'm so mired. You know, mm-hmm. the, what's the Bruce Springsteen song? 57 channels and nothing on. 5,000 songs and nothing I want to listen to. Absolutely. So go on. Uh, here's another one. The genome reinforces radio-friendly pop hits. If you first choose an avant-garde song, 
It doesn't then go to more avant-garde songs. It migrates to the familiar and away from your first tune as quickly as it can because it only has radio-friendly <laughs> database songs to play with. So that's a couple that's there. That's that's pretty much what it does. Uh, when you use a song to seed a library, it represents the band. Think Beatles. I mean, how wide... A varied group does the Beatles have. Right. You're only going to get a slice of the Beatles. So, hey, if you like Pandora, I'm not here to tell you not to listen to them. Hey, knock yourself out. Mm-hmm. But it's my opinion that you should also, if you're a big music fan, you should venture. You should make a point now and again. I want to hear something new. And Pandora does not do that to you. I get it. It's nice. You pop it on and it, it, it plays just what you want it to play. When's the last time it played something when you went, oh, that's good. Yeah. I think I'll go buy that. Yeah. If it's never done it, get away from it for a little while. Go outside and play, kid. Go see the sun. <laughs> so that's that. Uh, I'm Joe Burns. Monique Gregoire. Uh, you may be here next week. She seems to be sleeping in a whole lot. I, that's true. Go, I don't mind. What are you going to do? You're here. So, hey, class is dismissed. Oh, the room.